The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two underway. Glad you've tuned in, everybody, here to the program, the Chris Salcedo Show. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love the United States of America. Uh, telephone number is 888-933-93-888-900-3393. Again, you want to see the picture of these. Well, I, I don't want to make too many value judgments. These people graduating from an American college and flying the Mexican flag. It's at the top of my Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. Just head there, and uh, you will, I clipped it at the top just so you guys will be able to share. And this is, what, this is what happens out in California where those who break the law or those who advocate for those who break the law, uh, this, is, this is how they roll in states like this, where the, val- the rule of law is not valued. And there it is. At an, at an American college ceremony, a flag of oppression is flown. I just, makes you shake your head. As a matter of fact, underneath that, you will find a picture of our president wearing a Make America hat, Make America Great Again hat. It says, good morning, snowflakes. What are we offended about today? <laughs> and that's for you to share uh, with your friends with your the liberals in your life, or or if your child happens to attend Notre Dame. Did you guys hear what happened to the vice president of the United States at Notre Dame? Ellie, did you see the video of this? No. Uh, let me read from the Daily Caller's account here. A group of students at the University of Notre Dame chose to walk out of Vice President Mike Pence's speech during their commencement ceremony. According to footage captured by WNDU, a large group of students chose to stand up and leave the stadium where their commencement was being held when Pence was introduced. Now, let me, I think there's audio, there's an audio component. I don't think anybody's cursing on this, so let me, let me just play this. You guys hear the booing? They weren't booing Pence. 
they were booing, according to some of the name of Summer Ratcliffe, they were booing those snowflakes, those buttercups, who were who couldn't respect the vice presidency, the office of the vice presidency enough to keep your seat. And nobody nobody asked you to be to accept everything the vice president was saying. Hey, at the at the graduation ceremony I was at in California, they had some community organizer up there speaking. So that that was they were giving him an honorary doctorate for doing for doing community organizing like resident Obama, you know, basically stirring up trouble and promoting promoting communism and promoting left-wing extremism. They give they give them honorary doctorates out there in California for doing that kind of crap. Did I get up? Oh, I'm walking out of here. That ah, ah, forget it. No. That would be of course impolitic. That would be improper. That would be rude. And, but of course, out there in in Southern California, that kind of claptrap is is welcomed. Don't, don't get me wrong. There were conservatives. I, I knew there were conservatives inside of not only the, the stadium, but also among those who were graduating. They, they would have been within their rights to get up when some of these obvious left-wingers speaking at this commencement speech were brought on. So you go over to Notre Dame, and here's Vice President Pence. He gets introduced, and this group gets up and walks away. Now, I wish I would have... I saw this and I didn't keep it. But if any of you find, if any of you find this, it's a picture, a close-up of these buttercups. A close-up of these snowflakes. And somebody has superimposed binkies to put in their mouths. The Notre Dame's finest or something, something along those lines. You guys find that picture, I want it. <laughs> and just, just drop it to me in Twitter. But you heard the booze because the the tolerance of the american left on full display they won't even listen to opposing points of view i'm folks th- this this is and this is kind of what i was touching on a little bit with herb london these people are deranged these people are insane and they and and You've got Democrats now who are elected to high office, who are trying to mollify, who are trying to appeal to these morons, to these intellectually inferior individuals who can't, who are so insecure about their left-wing extremism, they, they know that their point of view can't stand up to scrutiny, and they've been taught, oh... If your blood pressure goes up a little bit, you, you you just go ahead and leave. You don't have to listen to anybody who disagrees with you, my poor little Billy Buttercup. And they get up and they walk out. Ima- imagine if the same had been done to them. They would be out of their ever-loving minds. Just, oh, they'd be calling racism or whatever the heck that it is that they do. So at any rate, I just, 
This is this is the status of our politics. As you and I are speaking today, what is it? May 22nd, 2017. And again, what I was getting into Herb London with was there's a there's a price that's going to be paid for all of this. I don't think I don't think any Democrat, certainly any liberal at Notre Dame would have said you know, get up in the middle of your commencement and walk out. Um, liberals now who created this monster of these unhinged, spoiled, rotten, idiotic children who are in grown-ups' bodies, who stomp their feet on the ground and, and walk out, they can't control it anymore. They created this beast and... They themselves are going, whoa, 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 this, this, this isn't, this isn't where you're, we, we wanted to prompt you to get involved and vote Democrat and donate Democrat. We didn't want you to get up from the table. We didn't want you to throw the American system out the window. Some of these Democrats didn't. Now, the libs do. The full, full tilt committed liberal socialist idiots, they want the American system thrown out the window. And, you know, the community organizers, the Barack Obamas of the world. But this isn't what they wanted. They, they wanted people to engage conservatives and, and defeat conservatives. <laughs> they didn't want somebody to just say, I'm going to go home. I don't, I'm not going to talk to you conservatives. I don't want to hear you conservatives. You're, you're so mean and hateful. Not a mean and hateful bone in Vice President Pence's body. You ever hear him speak? Kind of low, kind of soothing. Guy looks like Rex Bannon from Johnny Quest, right? <laughs> Has that father figure thing going on already, you know what I mean? Mike Pence is the least offensive guy out there. And these little emotionally um, challenged buttercup snowflakes couldn't even keep their seats to listen. Oh, they wanted to make a statement. Look how important we are. Well, the country saw what kind of people you are. Intolerant. People saw that your ideas are so weak and feeble and lacking of any substance, you couldn't, have, you couldn't stand to have them challenged by another point of view. Not that... VP Pence was going to engage in any of that. Hell, it had been me. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have. But it was it was Pence. Now, put yourself in the position of their parents. Now, granted, some of their parents could be full, full tilt bozo idiots just look at who they raised but some parents i can imagine can you can you imagine busting your tail just and, and this was your payoff you bust your butt you put in the extra hours you just you, you give it all for your kids so they can have a class a education you send them to notre dame and your and your wife or your and your husband's reward is to be able to sit in the audience and say, 
that's my little girl, that's my little boy. All grown up and doing us proud. It was worth the sacrifice. It was worth the effort we put out. (laughs) Only to see that for all of the proclaims of higher education, the proclamations of higher education put out by institutions like Notre Dame, all they did for your kid was to take your money and churn out some little snowflake who can't even debate the issues. I mean, wouldn't you feel kind of ripped off at that point? This is what I busted my rear end for? This is what I paid those tens of thousands of dollars for a, for a good education for little Johnny or little Susie? This is what I, I paid for? Some kid that can't even stand to hear a differing point of view or hear from the vice president of the United States because it's not the party they voted for? Really? That's what I paid for? This is how you're molding young minds at Notre Dame? (laughs) I mean, there had to have been some of that going on in the stands. Just saying. I mean, on a practical matter, we parents... That's the only payoff we get. I mean, seeing your child get out there ready to make it, ready to tackle the world, right? All the sacrifice was worth it, right? And then your little dumpling (laughs) gets up and walks out the minute the vice president is introduced. Oh, man alive. It's, uh, this doesn't end any place Good, folks, doesn't. Uh, Some of the little talked about, uh, some of the things that are not being talked about about Trump's visit overseas. Uh, As as I articulated with Herb London, the basket of biased press is focused exclusively, nearly exclusively, I should say, on what's happening back here at home with Flynn and with baseless accusations that have no justification for and, and no proof that they're actually true, of Trump campaign Russia collusion. We'll get into some of the things that aren't being talked about. Coming up next, the Salcedo Show, uh, right here on The Blaze. Be right back. The next generation of talk radio, The Chris Salcedo Show, on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Just posted this up on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page uh, from the Daily Caller. <laughs> this is how this is how libs save the planet, folks. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not laughing at the result. I'm laughing at the juxtaposition. Libs are telling us, just listen to us, and we're gonna, and everything will be okay. 
Well, as long as you're not a whale, I suppose. Marine environmental experts blame offshore wind turbines. You guys know what offshore wind turbines are, right? They are, they are set to harness ocean air and turn it into electricity for the mainland. It's clean, right? We all remember how liberals in America regard these types of windmills. They say, oh, we love the idea just so it doesn't interrupt our line of sight. Ted Kennedy, big liberal, wanted windmills just so long as he didn't have to see it from his beachfront property. Didn't want it destroying his view. Not in my backyard, said liberals. But otherwise, you know, for all you other all you other cranks out there, <laughs> all you other uh, grumpy anti-environmentalists, we don't mind put it in, putting it in your backyard. Anyway. Marine environmental experts blame offshore wind turbines for the deaths of three mink whales that washed up on the British beaches, according to the Times. Uh, wildlife experts claim that the noise generated by wind turbines affected the sonar that whales use to navigate, causing them to beach themselves. There are several commercial offshore wind farms close to where the whales beach themselves. So uh, this is according to experts, and, you know, the, these are the types of experts that Libs are always telling us we got to listen to, right? So you can blame a liberal for these whales dying. Um, I was, uh, when I first started reading that piece, I was thinking, wait, 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 are these whales jumping out and getting sliced into sushi uh, as they jump out of the water, nailed by these wind turbines? I'd... I was not expecting it to be uh, sonar disruption until I read further. Telephone numbers 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. Something that's not getting talked about is the historic nature, and we did touch on this with with, uh, Herb London a little bit, the historic nature of what the Trumps and his administration are trying to do and you got to give a hat tip where that hat tip is deserved. ABC News with this headline. Melania and Ivanka Trump make stops in Saudi Arabia to promote women's empowerment. Now, you guys remember this was the first leg was a stop in Saudi Arabia where Trump did the, the dance of the swords and all of that. Tillerson, too. And the warm reception that was given to president Trump. And I got to imagine it's because of the, the lack of leadership these last eight years that this country and indeed the world has endured because we had a, uh, a political hack inside the oval office who was interested in self aggrandizement and uh, advancing an ideology of liberalism rather than doing something that was good for the world, for peace or what have you. Was interested in exercising government control over the masses rather than perpetuating liberty and freedom all over the globe. Since that, since that was the case, and you know, Mr. O- Mr. Obama's big idea to control the Middle East was to turn it over to radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists in Iran. And man... Saudis weren't too happy about that. And the Sunnis all over the region weren't too happy about that. 
So here comes Trump saying, well, we're going to get we're going to get back to business. And before we get back to business, who's with me taking out radical Islam? And I, I think these Sunni states, Egypt and and uh, Saudi Arabia and others said, man, we can't we got to do our part. There's no way because these guys were looking down the barrel of a are looking down the barrel of a nuclear armed Iran determined to wipe them out because they're Sunnis. Now think about that. And then they had Barack Obama over in the United States egging them on, making sure they were well financed, making sure they could keep all of their infrastructure. Well, here's another part of this. The president's daughter and the first lady. Uh, the, the daughter being referred to, Ivanka being referred to as a female leader within the Trump administration. Uh, discussing her work on women's issues, both at home and abroad, she introduced Jim Yong Kim of the World Bank, who announced that Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates have pledged $100 million to women's empowerment. You heard that right. Here's, here's Ivanka Trump saying, oh yeah, these two Arab states have just pledged $100 million to women's rights in the era of Trump. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to the Latino conservative, Chris Salcedo, on the Blaze Radio Network. Let's get us some breaking news over on Fox. Listen in. Uh, let's keep working on this because this is going to save our hineys if we get this thing done. We get the tax cuts uh, done in both the House and the Senate and get them uh, all put together by the end of the year. Kevin Brady, Houseways and Means, was telling me not too long ago, yeah, it's doable. It's Charlie Gasparino joining us from Stanford, Connecticut. on Vice President Pence arriving at Capitol Hill to continue the push at home for the domestic issues, tax reform would be huge. And I'm not understating that at all, folks. If the Republicans, if if Donald Trump can, with his international efforts, keep the Democrats and the basket of biased press preoccupied enough, which is right now, they're they're not occupied at all. They're, They're basically focusing on Flynn taking the fifth today and declining a subpoena to appear. That seems to be what they're, they're focused on. Oh, yes, and Comey testifying after Memorial Day. That's ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN. They're consumed with that. But if the Republicans continue to actually do work, I mean actual work for a living, while the Democrats are sitting on their lazy rear ends and fundraising, if the Republicans actually do work, they'll be rewarded. They'll be rewarded. 888-900-3393. Ellie. Folks, Ellie is uh, the technical and con- some, sometimes content producer here at the Chris Salcedo Show, and she is a millennial. And so she and, and I have off-air conversations once in a while, and I asked her at the end of the last segment, did you hear what I just said? Because it was about female empowerment. You had Ivanka and Melania over there in um, in the Middle East, in Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates 
getting each one of those countries to pledge a hundred million bucks to women empowerment in the Middle East. So I said, Ellie, what do you think? And Ellie said, would you tell him what you said? I don't remember, honestly. You don't. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So that, that this is this is why we take the time, ladies and gentlemen. Look, uh, okay, so I, I, Ivanka and Melania are over there. Hundred million bucks they got from the UA, uh, the United Arab Emirates and uh, Saudi Arabia for women's development and women's issues over there in the Middle East. What do you think of that? I think that's incredible. Now, now, now why? Because uh, women in the Middle East don't have a lot of support. Very good. Very, you see, especially in places like Saudi Arabia. Uh, there's a Wahhabist movement there. Uh, a lot of them are radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists on the Sunni side. But don't forget, ISIS is primarily Sunni. So, and, and they all believe that women are good for only a couple of things over these radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. And so here comes Ivanka. And Melania, not wearing a hijab, by the way, coming over to Saudi Arabia, and they're warmly greeted. And not only are they warmly greeted, but these two women are able to garner pledges of $100 million to undermine the radicalized Islamic fundamentalist tenets of subjugation of women. And the... In, well, I don't think this is, I'm not overstating this, the enslavement of women. And we have, we have told you the horror stories, even in our own nation, of the rise of certain practices that are cultural, uh, genital mutilation, which, female genital mutilation, which is just barbaric. On its face. Um, that this kind of stuff needs to be beaten back. Now, I, again, I gave credit to ABC News. ABC uh, did report on this. I'm not aware, but again, I'm not sure how much it dominated their on-air coverage. I'm looking at an uh, a web-based uh, article. So I, I don't have any idea how much they dedicated time, broadcast, broadcast airtime, to highlighting this part of the trip. But what does it say for all of uh, the alleged prowess of Michelle Obama? And to be honest, I mean, uh, you've got George W. Bush's administration, Laura Bush, she was she was quite committed to and never got uh, and never got credit for in inspiring educational programs for the Iraqis, for the Iraqi children. And I, I think she had a broader Middle East initiative, if memory serves. But isn't it funny how liberals pretend that they care about education, but it takes a Republican to get into to get into office and actually make some of these things come to fruition and and i'm not alleging that ivanka or melania are necessarily dedicated republicans what i am saying is that 
they recognize the geopolitical situation. And along with some help from German Chancellor Angela Merkel, they get this kind of money to help changing to help change the the plight of Middle Eastern women out from under the the oppressive boot of radicalized Islamic fundamentalists and uh, into the 21st century. So I think it's a positive development. And of course, we wanted to give Ivanka and Melania the credit for it because it's not getting a lot of attention. Now, this has nothing to do with my concern about Ivanka's influence on her father, her being a liberal. If it's good and I can see the benefit in it, then I will comment and give congratulations. I mean, if President Obama had cut taxes at all in any meaningful way, then I would have applauded that too. If President Obama had had, uh, strengthened our military in any way, I would have applauded that as well. He didn't. So, at any rate... That's happening. All right, I wanted to touch base, too, on a couple of things that uh, I brought up with Herb London about, uh, about why this trip is so significant for Donald Trump. And I mentioned there were, there were well, officially three legs of this trip. Saudi Arabia with uh, Israel and then over to the Vatican. Not only is there massive geopolitical implications behind this trip, there are massive implications among religions. The world's major religions. Think about this. He visits Saudi Arabia, one of the major branches of Islam, then goes to to have a conversation with Israel, then goes to have a conversation with the Pope, with Catholics, uh, and, and Christians in broader Christianity. It's, it's significant both in geopolitical terms, in political terms, and yes, in, in religious terms. And I do not recall, I don't think it's ever happened, where a, for their, this would be an historic trip if it, was, if it happened a couple years in, much less his first trip abroad. Very ambitious. And it sends, it sends a signal, several signals, really. Number one, that America is back. And they couldn't have been more happy to hear that America was back than over in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Now, let me play um, Kim Strassel talking with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday once again because I cut her off. Uh, Chris Wallace asking the question about, you know, can Trump get anything done here and why do you think this is potentially so successful. A a lack of leadership from the Obama administration in which things really disintegrated there. And so what you see is all of these countries that are attending this summit have come to understand that allowing Iran 
to get uh, move toward nuclear weapons uh, has also allowed them to begin meddling more in all of these other countries through surrogates, whether it's in Yemen, whether it's in Syria. This has caused problems for all of the Gulf region. So they now have a renewed interest in actually from their own self-interest in doing something and working with Donald Trump. And that, I think, is a it's a chance for a reset. And that's why it might be different. Yeah, I think he might. And again, the broader question is, can he actually facilitate some Middle East peace? Can he actually do that? And because of his unconventional way, some are saying he might, because he's unpredictable, he might have the perfect storm here to get some concessions from a boss. And that, by the way, that was, that was the fourth leg that I, I forgot to mention. Um, Mahmoud, um, is it Mahmoud Abbas? I just know his last name. The leader of the Palestinian Authority. Uh, when he sits down and talks to a boss, th- th- there might be, because he's a wild, because Trump is a wild card and doesn't seem to be encumbered by these old, these old weights that his presidents have had, it may change the way he is regarded. And the fact that a lot of these older guys out there in the Middle East think that America has painted itself into a box and Trump doesn't do boxes. Trump is known for being outside of the box. So could he get it done? Maybe. Maybe. And now he's got now he's got willing partners in the Sunni Arab world that are so determined to never go, to never have America go back to where we were these last eight years, you guys realize President Obama had this country financing the number one state sponsor of terror, had this country kissing the rear end of the Ayatollah Khomeini and allowing him to do whatever the hell he wanted. Basically, America under Barack Obama was installing Iran as the leader of the Middle East. That's what Obama's agenda was. And scare the living daylights out of these Sunnis. They actually, they literally are looking down the barrel of a nuclear weapon, courtesy of resident Obama. And look at the lengths now. Oh, okay. We got to turn around. No, 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 no. We're going to help. We'll help. We'll help. We'll help. We'll help. Just don't turn over control of the Middle East to the Iranians. And you got former Governor John Sununu on Fox News channel this morning. Trump is doing some right things in the Middle East. You know, folks make fun of the president and his art of the deal. But the fact is, is he does understand that there can be no deal amongst those parties involved in the Middle East unless there's something for everybody there. And I think that that's a reflection of, of his understanding of that. Uh, it is important, I think, for, for people to realize the other benefit of this trip is cleaning up the mess in the Middle East that, that President Obama left. And the reception the president got in, in Saudi Arabia, not just from the Saudis, uh, but from the dozens and dozens of, of leaders of the Arab world gathered there, is extremely important. They to be key components in fixing uh, the crisis situation in the Middle East. And I think he earned a lot of credit and support and leverage uh, through that whole process. I think that the governor is absolutely correct. And again, I don't want to put the cart before the horse and saying this is going to get done, but I have more hope than I have in decades of this kind of thing happening, some sort of peace, some sort of lasting 
agreement. Uh, back in a minute, folks, President Obama, speaking of him, continuing to give speeches. Wait till you hear how much money he was paid this time. Back in a minute. He is quickly becoming the left's favorite pinata. Only problem is this pinata hits back. Chris Salcedo oh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. Welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo's show. Ellie, do you happen to recall the price tag for President Obama's first two highly publicized speeches? Remember how much he charged for those those uh, Wall Street fat cats? I do. For, for one hour, it was $400,000. That's each. right. Yeah, exactly. Man of the people, you know, resident Obama. Uh, so uh, making more in one hour than most folks, it, well, it'd take you years to, to earn from most Americans, $400,000. So uh, he goes overseas. I think it was Italy is where he was. And he accepts uh, a speaking gig. You know how much he's paid for this one? No. $3 million. <laughs> it says this. But this is a much bigger concern yeah. in uh, in the economy as a whole. Yeah. And my guess is that ultimately what is going to happen is, is that everybody's going to have to work a little bit less and we're going to have to spread work more. <laughs> He's spreading the work around. This cat never learns. You know what that is, folks? That's tenant eight of the Communist Manifesto that resident Obama was spreading right there talking about spreading the work around uh, and so it, it, the irony he's promoting communism while he accepts three three million dollars in a payday i mean what a class a never mind remember everybody society is a mess power is seized by its government but rather how much power is reserved for we the people have a grand day folks back here tomorrow tuesday on the blaze 900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network.